Welcome to the Wings and Riffs podcast. The podcast is live streamed every Monday at 8 p.m. at twitch.tv slash winglessvalkyrie. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Wings and Riffs podcast. It has been a hot minute. It's been a hot couple of minutes. It's been a hot couple of days and hours and all other times of units of frame that you use for counting time has gone past and we are back at it again on another Monday, another 8 p.m. Welcome back to the Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured. I'm your host, Wingless Valkyrie, and beside me is my best friend and co-host, Refixix. How you doing today, Refixix? Looking snappy in that striped shirt of yours? I think you wore a striped shirt last time, if I remember correctly. Can't... Maybe? I don't know. Stripe just seems to be bringing back memories right now. Oh, shh. We don't talk about that? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. My apologies. It's really freaking warm, and it is very warm where you're at, too. Oh, yeah. Is. It's, it's it like is. 35. Yeah, let's find out. Celsius. Siri, what's the temperature? Let's see what she says. It's 31. It's 31 degrees outside right now, with a high of 32 expected for today. Oh, I hate my life. It's outrageous. Ugh. Yeah. But aside from the heat, everything is going pretty freaking fan diddly dastic so far. I mean, we both have good jobs. We're both getting paid for our jobs. It's not volunteer work. That's always good. It's always wonderful to know that your job's not, you know, volunteer crap. So that's good. That's fantastic. I don't know. I'm trying to do fun intros here. It's, is it working yet? Am I, do I sound like a good voice that you'd want to listen to for an entire hour? Yours included? You're not excluded out of this? I like that. Am I cool yet? Am I cool yet? <laughs> Am I hip with the teenagers now? Because I'm no longer a teenager. Feels bad. That is a feels bad moment. That is like a every feels time bad. I, 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 I hear, it's just like, I hear myself say, oh, I'm 23. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I have to take a double take every time. Yeah, I'm like I'm 22. This year I'm turning 23, and I'm like, ugh, I'm not a teenager anymore. Feels bad. I mean, I haven't been a teenager for a while. Neither have you. But it's like, ugh, still feels bad. It still feels really bad. <laughs> still feels real horrible. But anyway, I hope everybody is going well. Is I hope everyone's going. I hope everyone's just going well. You're going in the right direction, and it's going well for you. Hope everyone's having a fantastic time and you enjoyed your weekend and the weekend is over. By the way, I know I am very, very off on my uploads for the podcast. I know they're all over the place. Last week's podcast still isn't up on Anchor or YouTube. I'm aware. I'm getting last week's podcast up tomorrow and then I'm getting this podcast you're currently listening to up the day after. Or I might do a double upload on one day. I probably won't. I'll do it one on Tuesday and one on Wednesday. I promise I... I just got too sucked into Sea of Thieves last week during my two days off, and I didn't upload. I know, I'm a terrible human being, and I should be punished. I fully agree. I fully agree. But uh, Yeah, I agree too. Um, right. 20 I'm lashings. I'm glad- uh, 20 lashings. I'm glad we're all in agreement of that. Okay, I'm taking off. For those of you watching on YouTube and Twitch, I have this little fuzzy dead cat that's on my microphone. I thought it would help, but listening to it back in my own headphones, it doesn't really deaden the sound. It more just like strips away the audio. So I think this is actually better. So I'm just going to do this. And if you get any, uh, apologize for eardrum users, in your ears, I'm sorry. I'll try and avoid it as best I can. I know you're using headphones as right now, but I'm using them as well. I had to hear my own plosives. So get wrecked. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, I want to quick, quickly say shout out to my friend from work whose name I forget. I'm sorry, I'm still relatively new at the airport. Um, but thank you for checking out the podcast. Uh, it seems very weird to me 
that you of all people would check out the podcast because you do not seem like the type of person to listen to media entertainment slash video game podcasts and stuff. For a little bit of filler for you, Refixx, one of my coworkers, she's an older woman. I'm sorry, I don't know your actual age. She's an older woman, and she's talking about how her son is into D&D and video games and stuff, and she played D&D when she was in college and high school and stuff. She's far from college and high school now. Again, I don't know your actual age, so I'm very being very cautious with that. But she was talking to me about it, and she wanted to check out the podcast and everything, so I gave her the podcast link and told her to get it on Anchor and her app and everything. So if you're listening to this, sweet. Thank you so much. I still find it crazy that people around your age listen to this podcast, considering I thought the only people to listen to this podcast would actually be younger than me, because that's majority of my community is younger than me. So it's it's just it's a nice refresher to have people well older than me checking out the stuff I do. It's even if they don't like it, they're still checking it out. That's always a fun thing for me. It's like, huh, I didn't expect people like way above my age to be interested in the things I do, especially considering it's a niche thing for people around our age. Not a whole lot of people like over the age of 30 or even 40 care about D&D or video games or media or any of that stuff. So, so it was a nice refreshing moment. So thank you. I appreciate that. And if you're not listening to this, then this entire point is mute. But anyways. <laughs> Um, I do have to apologize in advance for everybody listening um, and potentially watching as well. I guess it doesn't really matter for people watching, but um, I am starving. I heated up a sandwich and I'm going to be eating that sandwich periodically throughout the podcast. I will try to mute my microphone when I'm eating and hopefully Jackson is talking about really interesting things and you can just worry about his voice. So I apologize. <laughs> um, I did have topics lined up for this podcast that I wanted to talk about, but you know, I've forgotten every single one of them at the crucial moment to need them. But I thought of them, and I was like, oh, that would be a great speaking point for the podcast, and I made a mental note, and all those mental notes are left on the bathroom floor of the of my work somewhere, I don't know. <laughs> so, if you have any great ideas for today's podcast, you are more than welcome to speak them, because I currently do not. Um, well, I kind of did have something that kind of pertains to both of us and perhaps anybody else that's doing something in uh, the uh, avenue of creative writing or art or anything like that. And it's, I've talked with you about this, I've shown you stuff about this, but it's, it's the techniques and framework of uh, world building. Oh, okay. So, so... I've been kind of having trouble with this whole thing because I'm just starting this out. I, I, I plucked an idea out of my head and it's like, I like this idea. I'm going to try and build on it. And the way it's working is slow for one, because I don't work on it 24 seven. And mm. two is very disorganized, which I don't like. And I'm trying, trying to figure out how to organize things, but I can't seem to be able to put it together in a way that makes sense. So I'm, I guess this is more of a call for help and more of a, just a, what are, what have you been doing with your worlds? And cause I know you're building one, at least one. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm looking for guidance in a way. I will clarify my world building is not essentially cause Mine's a lot easier than yours is. I'm not building an entire new world from scratch. I'm using a pre-existing current place and I'm just jumping it ahead like 10 years 
20 years in the future, essentially, which is like not even anything in comparison. And then just kind of adding my own elements from my own story into it. But so I'm essentially not really making an entire new world from scratch. So I have it a lot easier than you do. Once that, what I mean by world building, it's kind of a broad term, but it's to create an entire setting. Like a, it can be all brand new, like what I'm doing, or it can be adapted from a place that's already like a, a semi realistic in the fact that you're basing yours off of a real place. Okay. And that is still world building because you're still building all of the effects and smashing it all together into this different universe that could, yeah, you never know, could happen. Uh, it could be a thing, but it's just a different off offshoot of what our world is. Okay, so technically, point. you are world building. You're just doing it on a little bit of a lesser scale than yeah. what I'm trying to do. I would agree with that. But I would 100% agree with still, that. That is still exactly the same thing. Because okay. you still have to see who is in your world, what is in your world, why it is there, and what are the reasons for it. Like okay. what? So what all happened here that made this all happen so that these characters meet up and do the things that they need to do. Okay. That is basically the essence of what I consider world building. Okay. Is to be able to figure out all the whys, hows, and where, of course. It is world building. Mm -hmm. Go on. Like, all those questions about every single thing. Of course, doing that for absolutely everything would be exhausting. Oh, yeah. And would most likely burn you out before you even started writing, mm -hmm. doing anything like that. So, well, it's all that you need, is what I'm trying to say. I'm going to make a quick point. To anybody yep. watching this on YouTube or watching this live on Twitch or listening to this on Anchor or any other podcast apps, because now we're getting into this world building territory, which I really want to dive into. I really want to talk about this because this is something both, excuse me, uh, Jax and I are very passionate about and have our own things going on. I'm going to say, from probably this point onwards, in not even just this podcast, but many, many other podcasts coming forward, I've just decided this just now, there's going to be a lot of spoilers for my own universe that I'm currently building, and I want to start showing on my YouTube that I tried to do several months ago, and then wasn't happy with it and scratched the whole thing and come out with a different way. And that's Trifecta Multima. That's the universe that I'm building. So I really want to talk about this on this podcast with Jackson and bounce ideas off of, which means a lot of things that I hold secret about this that I want to wait to reveal will probably get leaked on this podcast. But you know what? I'm okay with that, considering the podcast is not a very watched or listened to thing in my community. So if you get some of the things, then hey, you're an insider. Feels good. So I'm just going to put that out there as of right now. So, let's try and help each other out with here, and then if anybody's watching can chime in what their talks. So, what exactly do you think you're currently having problems with in terms of your world building? And I, I want to focus more on yours, because yours like we've, is a much bigger undertaking, because you're making something from scratch, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. So, what, um, what problems do you have currently? I think the biggest problem is trying to find a reason for my character to have this power that he has. I, I don't know where to actually go with it. I have a few ideas. Um, I have one 
for, for those of you who don't know, and I guess you, I haven't actually told you, uh, I have the working title is Night Lavers. That's just what it Sorry, really so, brought out to me. Say that again. Night Lifers, you know, oh. you know, like the night life. Oh, night life. Okay, I heard night knife. So just want to make sure I got that clear. Night knifers. <laughs> I was like, wait, night knife? Okay, night life. <laughs> I gotcha. Go yeah. ahead. So uh, because the reason I have that is that that's because uh, what I, that's what I want the the group that the main character is a part of. They're mainly they work during the night, and there's a different cast during the day that generally looks down upon them. Okay. So it's it's a difference between. Uh, so they're essentially uh, rebels. Uh, not in a sense. They actually work for the state. I'm trying to piece this all together, but okay. they are just a different cast compared to those uh, that work in the day. Yet they're basically the same people. So just same people, just this... different working hours, basically. But yes, uh, yes, uh, it works like that. But it also like the day people, they always look down upon those that are working during the night because of the unsavory stuff that they'll do, which is totally fair. Mm. I get that. But th this also ties into a lot of what I want to have as the main themes for the uh, universe okay. is basically uh, rebirth is rebirth and all oh, other one. I have it written down here. I just want to. Can, can I also quickly ask you a question while you're looking for this? <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you plan, if you do plan, on making this universe and this story that you're creating public in any way once you feel it's done? And if so, how do you plan to go about making it public? Are you going to try and write a book or like a comic or a film kind of thing? How do you how do you plan to go about it? Or have you not gotten there yet, and you just want to get the story in your head? I'm just curious. Uh, if anything, it'd probably be uh, a book style, at least, or it, like a lot of people do, actually not anymore since Reddit changed their stuff, but the Reddit posts, like every chapter gets put on there. Oh, you uh, can't do that on Reddit anymore? Yes and no. The reason why people have started to pull their stuff from Reddit is because Reddit has basically gone and said, everything that you post is ours. Ah. Uh, so, so anything yeah. you post becomes public use and anyone can just take it as fair use no like reddit owns it oh reddit thems okay so they get sue you for writing uh, if you're okay. trying to publish this stuff yeah without them gotcha yeah so <laughs> i would no, no I, <laughs> at least I would... that's what my knowledge is uh, at least i have no idea i don't go about that reddit that way or know anything about reddit in that way so I'm in the complete dark about there, but just from the sounds that I'd rather not. I wouldn't try it. Even yeah. if it's not that strict, I still wouldn't chance it. Because that's, mm -hmm. that's the last thing you want. Something that you spent so much time and hours on working of out of your own thoughts and ideas, and then you publish it and you're excited about it, and then Reddit's like, hey, by the way, this is ours now. So, mm -hmm. anyways, continue with um, with life, 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 knife, life. Oh, fuck. Night lifers. Night lifers. There you go. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's obviously a working title. It's probably not going to be. The real hey, it's better than night knifers. 
<laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> I think it's better than Night Knifers. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Chat so... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, <laughs> Chat, what do you think? Night Knifers or Night Lifers? Make your decision. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, what I have written down here is... Uh, uh, the big parts that I want uh, to be a part of this is... It's going to be a very much of a growing sort of story. From growing from being uh, very meek, very, uh, you know, just growing more mature and all that. But it focuses on loss and rebirth. The, so like, it the also entirety of it? Or just the main uh, character's point? Uh, all of it, actually. So okay. a lot of what... Uh, so it also focuses on the differences between the day life and the night life of okay. uh, the of this city because it is taking place in only one city. I'm not going to go bigger than that for reasons unless I need to. Okay. Uh, but there's also this is the big part I'm trying to have I'm having trouble with is that I want to have something of invaders or something along that like to come in from not just outside the city from outside this existence basically so okay they're gonna come in and that's gonna be another thing the difference is not only between the day life and the night life but this world and the other why are all these things coming here and why are they here what's the difference are they running away from their existence or to come into ours what's the deal there so i'm trying to figure out how to mesh this all together uh, I kind of have an idea of having doppelgangers just from a different parallel universe. Okay, that was but, gonna be my next question: is where are these are they coming from? A parallel universe or a like a whole new universe or from space? That was my next question. But parallel yeah, universe makes I'm sense looking, if you're going for doppelgangers. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that's exactly what I'm gonna go for, but it's just the ideas I have just kind of running around my head at the moment. Mm -hmm. Very fringe inspired. Yes. <laughs> Good <laughs> old like, fringe. Still haven't finished that show. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I stopped watching like halfway through season five, which is disappointing. I don't even know what what season or episode I'm on. I'm on, like, I don't even know if you're. I think I might have made it farther than you. I don't know. I'm at the point where, dude's name I can't even remember. The the orphan kid, the son of the genius, mentally unstable Peter. father, Peter is hooked up to a massive machine in a stadium. That's all I'm oh, yeah. at. I don't... Uh, I'm past that, I believe. Okay. I haven't seen anything past that. So I don't know if I'm near the end or not even close. I don't know. No clue. But I think anyway. that's the beginning of season five. Could be. I have no idea. But anyways, off sidetracking here. Back to your thingy. So you're trying to figure out... Excuse me. Um... A reason for your quote-unquote doppelgangers to be coming into your main universe? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I was thinking perhaps power, but the whole going in between universes would take a lot of fucking power, so... And, and I'm not having these as, like, a giant army coming in. It'd be more like one, two, three, like, agents just, just kind of popping in. Agents popping in. So yeah, would, they, it, would, they, would they be essentially scouts, per se? It could be. That could be a good idea. Okay. Like, to and lead to a larger conflict. 
Now, how have you devised them coming in? Like, how how are they m manipulating to jump between the two parallel universes? Have you have you just figured something out for that yet? No. Okay. No, I and have it, not. And it's only the one side that can do that. Your your city people cannot jump universes. No, at this current moment, that's going to be too big of a thing. Like that would make things very fucking confusing. So Fair enough. at this current moment, I'm going to have it so that they're going to be uh, what's the word? They're not at they they're not going to either have that technology or they just don't know how to use it yet. So okay. uh, I I'm pretty sure that this the they're going to come from a future timeline as well. Like they're not going to come here through like this way. They're going to come back and down. So it's a parallel. It's a parallel universe that's in the future. So mm -hmm. when they're coming through, they're not even just jumping universes. They're also going back in time to another mm -hmm. universe. Ooh, yep. I like that because you can't. Because anytime you put in time travel and stuff, you're like, well, you you, you immediately open a giant fucking can of worms at putting time travel in anything. It's fucking. Mm -hmm. It always messes with shit. But if you're time traveling but jumping universes it can't affect your own universe well in a sense in <laughs> right off the bat you think it can't affect your universe i'm sure somehow some way it could but mm -hmm. just inherently it seems like you'd run lesser risks of it doing so but of course that stuff will be concreted down when later in mm -hmm. the development as of this um, current moment, this is, I'm just chucking ideas out to the Aether. I would say, what the, the ideas that immediately come to my head, for some, again, this is your story you're writing, so I don't know every nitty-gritty detail about the universe or anything, so I can't say if this would work or not. But I'd say if the parallel universe, if the alternate one, is ahead in future, and they're jumping back in future to another universe, they could be... I mean, you could work off another re things there. You could be um, the universe that's ahead in time is running out of resources needed to sustain, and it's and they're sending people back to scout for where these resources they need, if they even do exist in this parallel universe, are if they can keep like sneaking them off that way to keep running, or something happened to their universe and like you're going off that escape idea and they're trying to find another universe. It couldn't even just be yours. It could be several different parallel universes that they're going back in time to and they find that one and they're like, this one's fine. Doesn't look like anything is gonna happen. Possible candidate, check mark, and then b jump back and they keep just like narrowing the list down. Something like that, maybe, who knows? Cause as far as I know, you said these are people like scouts. They're not really jumping in, causing mass panic and harm. They're just kind of like jumping in, they're seen and they just disappear. So, mm, unless there's I, more to the what, story. Well, what I meant by agents is that they are capable of destruction. They definitely will do that uh, in order to keep things exciting <laughs> at this current moment. <laughs> uh, but the reasons for that, I'm not sure at this current moment. Okay. But hmm. yeah, they're not harmless people. These these people, these creatures, I'm not sure exactly which they're going to be. They're oh, going yeah, that, to be I guess very... that was another thing, if they were even people or if they were a whole new race. Didn't even think about that. So, now yeah, is, they is are the... going to be... 
Go ahead. Sorry. Is the race um, of your of your city of your main universe are they humans? Yes. Okay. And are they humans from Earth? Yes. Okay. Basically, the, the I'm setting just pic- is I'm just trying to picture be... stuff in my mind is all. Here, I'll give you the city, the setting uh, of the city. It's okay. very, I, I call it low cyberpunk, uh, in the fact that there's not a whole lot of like augmentation of like people, not like cyberpunk, twenty seventy seven. Mm. Uh, not like that, but there's a lot of fucking neon. <laughs> Fair enough. So I'm actually gonna. Uh, there's one of the districts, quote unquote, is I'm just gonna call the neon drifts, and it's just gonna be like a kind of almost like a slum area that's just filled with neon signs, basically. Oh boy. <clears throat> so and then another one that came to mind was the, the Chrome Heights. So that'd be like where the big brass live, and to uh, further show what this city is like this city is actually set in our time but it's like very it's decades and decades ahead in tech and it's ruled by a cabal of like a a shadow council of uh ceos that uh of the biggest corporations that station themselves there amazon apple ebay (laughs) no sorry get out of here (laughs) google google how can i forget google yeah, our Lord and Savior Google. Uh, yes. So that's there's gonna be like a mayor of sorts, but they're gonna be just a puppet at that point. They're just gonna mm-hmm. be appointed to do to look pretty and do their job. Yeah. And if they don't do their job, they just get, you know, they. Uh, the mayor had an a, accident this morning at his home. There's no body found. Yeah. <laughs> so he went on a vacation it, and may not come back. Yeah, basically, his plans are <laughs> up. Yeah, so stuff like that. That's the kind of the setting. So it, I call it low cyberpunk, just because mm-hmm. there isn't too much, too much of like modded that human modification and stuff like that. But yeah. there is tech galore. Ah. Uh, so, hmm. well, uh, the tone for the. Uh, for the the tone that I'm going for is what they call uh, grim bright, I believe, where it's pretty like the setting itself, the place is pretty unpleasant to live in, but the people are well, like they're good natured. I'm not okay. sure if I want to change that just to be grim dark, <laughs> where everything sucks, like Warhammer 40k. <laughs> <laughs> that is grim dark at its finest. In the dim and dark future, where all, all is war, as so, the quote something like that, where only war lives. Something like, I can't remember the Warhammer cave. Yeah, it's, that's it's pretty so, close. It's something close to like in the grim dark future where only war exists. The quote yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Um, that's close. I personally like the 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 dim light, dark light. Would you say grim light? Grim bright. Grim, grim bright. bright. I like I like the grim bright, but I'm also a sucker for I don't know the term really is really dark stuff. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm a sucker for dark stuff, but I, I'm I'm a sucker for what like um describe it. What what the the term for words? Dystopia. No, it's it's a term for words that contradict themselves, like a um, like a like a a spicy sweet or bittersweet, bittersweet being one, or um, 
Oxymoron? Yes, that's a term. Yes, oxymorons and stuff. I am a sucker for oxymorons. So, like, Grim Bright. I like that, because Grim Bright shouldn't <laughs> be put together, but it is, and it makes sense with your universe. So, me personally, I'm a sucker for automatopias and stuff like that, so I like Grim Bright rather than Grim Dark, because then it's You just mean stupid. oxymorons, right? <laughs> what did I say? You said automatopias. <laughs> oh, whoops, I meant oxymorons. I love automatopias. Oh, they're my favorite. <laughs> Bam! There you go. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but, okay, that's personal opinion, and that's just because it tickles my whoo bone. So, not that. <laughs> that sounded sexual. That's not what I meant. I just, it just... <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> Wait. Rewind a little bit. That's not what I meant. <laughs> It tickles, it tickle, it tickles my bone of creativity, and I'm like, ooh, yay, that, that's a nice. Oh, your bone of uh, creativity. Eh? Yeah, I'm not creating anything with this bone. Go away. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure somebody else would have something to say about that. If she wants me to create something with that bone, it's not happening for several years. <laughs> <laughs> I want to create something uh, tonight. No, <laughs> 22. <laughs> we're not creating shit. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways, hello Tropical Nerd, welcome to the live stream where we're talking about creativity and bones. Uh, <laughs> no, we're actually talking we're actually talking about world building and oxymorons, not automatopias, oxymorons and such. So <laughs> anyways, getting getting back on topic. I like oxymorons, so I th I think you should go with Grim Bright, but that's one man's opinion based on mm. his interests. So it's that, just, that's I like what that kind of what uh, goes with me. Uh, it resonates just better. I'd rather have a really, really dark and gruesome atmosphere, but having people going striving through it with uh -huh. and being better because of it. Yeah. So that goes in with the whole loss rebirth sort of that I'm trying to go for. Mm -hmm. And it also just seems more interesting because, like, anytime you see a dark, grim area. And you see people just kind of like low life living there and just like not having a great time. That's ex that's to be expected. People living in like slums and dark and like a crappy area don't usually have a grand old time and don't look usually look like they're having fun. Because you, if you ever do see that, then your mind kind of like clicks and it's like, that's weird. That's kind of off. That's not normally what I see. Or if you see someone living in like rich picket white fence homes cutting their lawns and they just look like shit and they just hate their life and they're just fucking kicking shit around. You're like, that's not right. But you see like them in their fucking sweaters and they're all stand up. Hi, Mark. How's it going? How are the kids today? That's just to be expected. So when you see a place and a person that doesn't belong in that place or even opposite, a person that doesn't belong in that place or a place that doesn't belong with that person, your brain pays attention to it more. So I like the grim bright. People living a very happy, thorough life in a shitty place. Mm. Or mm. better, living better off than they would be, be living based that's on the way not, of the look. That's not the way grim bright works. It, so the place is unpleasant, but the people are good natured. That is the oh, point. Okay. It's not saying that they're in a good existence, is that they have good, they have better ideals than, you know, Shank, the, the night knifers that are down there. Gotcha. <laughs> so, the, the way, so they, they can have a pretty miserable existence, but they're still good people. And, there we go. So, 
that's kind of what I'm going for. It's not the... So the, there is going to be shitty people, obviously. That's kind of how it has to be. Mm -hmm. But there's people in, despite of this place, is going to go higher. They're going to try to be the better person and bring themselves up. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Tropical Nerd says, I was a dungeon master and I made a town where everyone had ducks on their heads and I was kicked out of the group. I can kind of understand why. <laughs> um, but just to fill you in a little bit here, Tropical Nerd, what we're talking about is both um, Jax and I are working on our own stories per se. We have different ways of going about them and they're very, very different stories as well. I'm planning to release all of my stories as either like TV style episodes or short films, whereas he's most likely planning to make it as a, as a book kind of thing. And his is also way more fantasy based than mine. Mine's more not... I down to say, earth. It's more <laughs> down to earth, but I wouldn't say it's like futuristic because it like it is in the future, but it's not like like everything you look around is like, oh, that's new and exciting. It's like 80 to 90% of the stuff you'll see is stuff you recognize. It's the short little 10% technology stuff that's like was probably bound to happen based on our current nature because it's set in 20, mm -hmm. what did I say, 2030? Yeah, 2033 is when Trifecta Multima is set in. So... Again, that's not that far off. We, you and me, will live in 2033, and many years that's after weird. that. So, I know, right? It's weird to think about. You and I will be alive for 2033. So, <laughs> but like, it's not super futuristic. It's a couple years ahead of us, whereas his is a whole new universe. Like, oh wait, no. I guess you you said yours was set in the current present, but but technology itself is years ahead of what we currently have. In terms of this particular city. So it is going to be set, you know, in the future, but it is, like I see, like yours is, it's not very far in the future at all. Mm. But in this particular city, technology has just gone amok. It's 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 out there. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Tropical Nerd says, I make short films too, currently deciding between working on a huge crossover project or a superhero project called Corpse Man, and I'll probably live to 2083 eyes. Yeah, that's a scary thought, isn't it? <laughs> that's a real scary thought. Um, I plan to be dead before then. <laughs> you you plan to be dead before then? Who plans to be dead? I don't want to be old. You I don't, don't want to be old. Screw you that. Screw me. Wow. I want to be old. I want to live a very, very long and prosperous lifestyle. I don't want to die when I'm young. That's a terrible thought. Jackson's all like, when I hit 40, kill me. <laughs> no, I refuse. I'm going to drag you till we're, till we're both 90s, sitting outside on a porch, fucking playing D&D &D and talking about bitches. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna make bad puns at you, and you're just gonna like tap me with your cane. Yeah, it's like, hey, remember, remember, you remember 2020? <laughs> that was a good year. <laughs> you remember when we called Dalton Wheel Man? <laughs> that was good times. <laughs> yeah, it was the wheel deal. <laughs> Smack! Smack! <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a heart attack from laughing. 
Yeah, that, that'd be the way to go out. Let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs> How did he die? He fucking laughed himself to death. Fucker had a heart attack on his front porch. Talking about <laughs> Wheel Man. What, what was so funny? He made a fucking pun. Yeah. <laughs> you made a our, bad pun. Yeah, our wives are gonna be like, what happened to him? They fucking talked about Dalton being Wheel Man. I don't understand. I still don't get it. <laughs> Who the fuck is Dalton? I don't- <laughs> They don't even know- Sorry, Dalton, wives won't know you. Wives won't remember you. <laughs> Anywho. Alright, back on track. Um, I'd say the best- For me, personally, as a really cool idea, I would say- Oh, excuse me. Have these kind of like- Because it, it also kind of makes it a little bit easier for you this way. I'd have your parallel universe, um- people slash creatures things be more creatures than people because with creatures it's you don't have to go into so much in depth and explaining of like how their technology works how they get around how they cross the universe and everything because when you go with people 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 is a very broad thing that everyone understands everyone understands how people work how they go about their things how, how the mind works and stuff and like but when you include a whole new idea of a monster or a creature or a different race altogether, no one understands how it works. So you can completely come up with your own things completely out of scratch and you say this is how it works and no one can challenge you about it because it's something completely new and of your own creation. Whereas if you take something that already exists, you have to work around it and you have to make it believable. So trying to make some kind of device or something for humans or people to use to travel a through a parallel universe and b back in time you have to make that believable for your readers and if they don't believe it they get disconnected whereas creatures fucking whatever you want created out of your mind out of your own decisions and are they going to challenge you on it maybe but what are they going to do they don't know this stuff they don't know these creatures or their equipment so you can run with it till kingdom come that's what i would say see it's funny that you mentioned that because that was one of my ideas is to have them basically that was one of the first things just be creatures just crawling out of portals or not really out of portals but just like slopping out of them like mm -hmm. you know like being birthed into the universe just yeah and they don't have to be mindless either they can they could have like a conscience or stuff and like you, that's fully in your playing field. You're, you'd be writing the book on these creatures. So who's gonna challenge the creator of these things? Yeah, and that's one thing is that I was gonna have the, this them be part of a, a group that their entire reason for being is to hunt these things down to prevent them from terrorizing the city. Mm -hmm. And one thing that might be a good idea is seeing how this city is so technologically advanced that maybe it's the only city. Maybe everything else is gone. And well, I this guess is the last bastion of humanity. That could be. And I guess if you never really... Because if your entire story is based out of this city and you never mention other cities... You can also kind of leave it up in the air. You might have a personal idea, or maybe you're still undecided if there's anything outside of that. But if you never explicitly say it in your writings, then, like, people can theorize and make ideas. But if you, like, even if you're, like I said, if you're not decided, it's like, I don't know if I want this to be the only city or if it is the only city. I'm just not going to talk about it 
you can still leave it up for debate and you can always change your mind later on until you put it in writing like some random character passes like I can't believe we're the last ones or whatever the fucking passing then all of a sudden boom it becomes canon it's knowledge and everyone's fucked unless there's some revelation where someone we found a city or something I don't know so Frostpunk is that you yeah <laughs> I don't know but I'd say that I'd say go the creature route because it gives everything in your court you don't have to fight with anything. It's completely in your court. That's my I'll decision. I'll do you one better. Okay. I'll do you one better. So, okay. going back to that is that I wasn't going to have them just be creatures. Perhaps they are from the future. Perhaps these are people. But what happened? To them? And why are they coming back? Are we talking about synthetic evolution here? Because I just got a very Stellaris feel out of this. No, no, no. Okay. This would be more biological, my friend. Oh, okay. So, I was thinking of having them either they... This is another thing, is that I, I wanted them to have connections to the characters themselves as well. Like personal uh, connections? Very personal. Okay. In the fact that they are them. Oh, they and are their doppelgangers. Wrong. You mean? Exactly. Okay. And so why would someone come back and try and kill themselves? Okay. But in so then but that introduces the fact that these your outside universe creatures slash people would have to know that they have doppelgangers in other universes in order to even go there in the first place. So how would they discover that they have doppelgangers in other universes? No, if it's just straight time travel, then they know they would be if it's existing straight, in the If past. it's straight time travel in the same universe, yes. But if you're time traveling to a different parallel okay. universe... Okay, we have to stop... stop. Uh, okay. start with something is that when you time travel you are technically going to a different universe uh, every single time no matter which way you're going so if I'm traveling forward in time that's a different universe than what mine is but it would still be where your past self would end up in the future though within his own universe so technically you're still in the same universe no, you're not. That is a very the multiverse theory is that every time you travel forward or backward in time, you end up in a different parallel universe. But how so, can that? But if you go back in time and you and you like from afar witness yourself doing things that you have done in that lifetime and in that universe, how can that be a different universe or a different like parallel universe or anything? If it's the exact same things that have happened. Because there is one universe where you are there, and there's one universe where you are not. So every time you time travel, it splits off. So where you did time travel and where you did not. And even every single action has that ability. So say I picked up my phone. Boom, I created 30 billion new universes because there's one where I didn't pick up the phone. There's one where I picked it up differently. There's another where I put it down differently. Every single thing spawns a new parallel universe. Okay. 
Okay, I can, so, kind, of, I can kind of follow you there. Okay. So, so, so jumping back to your creature slash people things, jumping back in time to kill their doppelgangers. But yeah, here's are they picking? Because there's because you said they are picking which universe they travel back in time to. I mean, they could be. Okay, because if they're picking universes, what you have to also make a reason of. Because you also put out the fact of why would they be going back in time to kill their doppelgangers, which is a good question, but why would they also be going back in time to that universe, to that place, to kill their doppelganger instead of who says other they're not traveling? Who says there's not infinite versions doing the exact same thing in every single other universe? Th see, that's what I was getting to as well, because if that one is jumping back in time to kill that doppelganger, then how many other different parallel universes are also going back in time to kill Infinite. doppelgangers? And exactly. So, my brain hurts. Now we've gone too far with this. <laughs> my circuits hurt. <laughs> my circuits hurt. <laughs> I, cause... cause What's what your a, question? I'm trying to formulate the goddamn question here. Because if you What's, have... You have... Let, let's focus What's on the, the creature. Point? Okay, let's focus on... Your protagonist doppelganger from the future universe. Not your main protagonist, but the main protagonist's doppelganger creature slash person from the future. Why is yes. he or she picking to go... Because if that one is jumping back in time to kill his, his or her doppelganger, why is it only that one? Or are they trying to jump back to every single past preference doppelganger of them because if they're trying to do that they will never make it because there's like you said an infinite amount so which how... means that there's an infinite amount going back as well okay but why is it picking like... well I could say the fact that perhaps this is the closest to parallel as this timeline Okay. That would make more sense that, see, like, that, that, that is... answers my question so that instead of having sense. to go this far it has to go this far, so it's easier for it to jump over. Yeah, that would see, that would make sense. So, I mean, okay, that's just an idea. Yeah, but no, of no, course, no. I don't need I don't need to say that at all if I don't want to. That's yeah, that's also true. You you decide what becomes canon, oh excuse me, or what doesn't based on the words you choose and the and the lines your characters say and think. So yes. So one thing I did want to mention because I've been trying to, uh, it was. Uh, I was thinking about having the reason they've changed into these things or these things ended up being this way is that I want maybe I should have them they uh, like you know how everybody has like their ideals I want maybe if one of them broke their ideals it turned into this okay so so essentially and not so just like breaking your ideals actually alters your physical form basically well as, it may be as a result of that something happens and then this that happens okay so in that case then there would also be god damn it there would be a bunch of different universes where they didn't break their ideals and they didn't undergo this physical change so why don't they go and kill those doppelgangers instead or what i just fucking uh i hate my life they are oh <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remember, I can say whatever I want. I am God here. <laughs> you are God. Uh, <clears throat> erotica Pepsi. Holy Torsten, you look different. Oh my 
Oh, by the way, you don't remember I changed my name. I was Mighty Twily Kane. Mighty Twily Kane, you changed your name from Mighty Twily Kane to Erotic Pepsi. Erotica Pepsi. Erotica Pepsi. I don't think that makes it better. That makes it so much different. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> to each his own. I don't understand why, but to each his own. Welcome back, Mighty Twily Kane or Erotica Pepsi. Mighty Twily Pepsi Erotica Kane. How you doing? <laughs> We're Erotica just Erotica Kane. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh Tropical Nerd screams Pepsi tastes like soap. You're incorrect. Because it's more presentable of a name. Because it's more presentable <laughs> of a name. Erotica Pepsi is not more presentable of a name than Mighty Twily Kane. I mean, it not, depends not, on how dirty-minded you are. I'm not even saying that, like, as a as a My Little Pony fan, because I know that's where you got the name from, we've had this discussion, but I'm not even as a My Little Pony fan, if someone's like, hey, what do you have for username? Mighty Twily Kane. Cool. What's your username? Erotica Pepsi. Mighty Twily Kane will always win <laughs> for presentable reasons. That's... That's my own personal opinion, and it's correct. <laughs> my personal opinion is fact. Anyway, I, I do like what the tropical nerd said here. He, he, he she says it's fun because you can make up shit and make it sound scientific, and it works. See, I like this. <laughs> That's true. So, uh, oh, I, I guess I haven't really explained what my main protagonist's ability is going to be. That was literally what I was about to ask, is what is this ability the main protagonist has? Because in terms of, like, superpowers and abilities, the only thing we've really talked about is the futuristic uh, people-slash-creatures' ability to jump parallel universes and back in time, and potentially also forward in time back to their present course as well. But that's the only mm -hmm. abilities we've talked about, and that's not even about your main city or people. So, mm -hmm. and it before you describe this person's ability, um, I two questions to ask. One, is, this is not the story you told me about s several months ago about, like, magic within the soul? Nope. This is a completely different, different thing? Okay. Yeah, completely different. Okay, so that's question that one, number one. That one's been kind of pushed over to the side for now. <laughs> okay. So, and then second question, is it only your main protagonist that has this ability? Is he a one-off, one-punch man? Or is this something that anybody can develop or certain few can develop or train? However the hell it is. Um, do you mean, like, of uniqueness or other abilities? I mean in terms of, like, let's say you have, you have 20 people. You take 20 people at random from your your city, let's say. Mm-hmm. Can, and they're all from different areas, different races, different backgrounds and everything. All 20 of them. Can they develop or train this power or variations of this power? Or is it only a select few either by birth or by uh, heritage or random god rays choosing? How is it strewn about? Uh, so it's actually very discreet. Uh, well, not really discreet. But no, but not everybody can have these abilities. They're actually given to them or awakened using a... I'm not sure if I want it to be a person or a device. So only certain people in this group that I have are, are going to have abilities. Okay. So, so they're going to be the enforcement. Can only basically. people from that group get them? Or is it, again... Yes. Is, okay. So Unless you're really rich... 
and you have the compatibility, perhaps, but you still have to be compatible. So this is a power that is given to select few. Mm -hmm. And is it given to, you haven't decided how it's given to, either by person or machine or by yeah, ritual stone? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't figured out that yet. Okay, and then my next question is then, how is it decided who gets it? Because you That's you said you said it could be given to like rich people. So is money a factor? No. Not okay. At all. But can I throw perhaps... money at the ritual stone? <laughs> no. Uh, the I'm just saying one one idea is that someone paid a lot of money to have this person slash thing try to give them an ability, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Oh. Okay. But because you know money and uh, power. Uh, are the same thing in this particular city, so. Mm. As it is in pretty much most places in society currently, money equals yeah. power. Yep. Alrighty then. Cool, cool. Well, I don't know, has this helped you in your struggles at all today in writing your story? Yeah. Okay, Definitely. wonderful. Um, I made that comment several minutes ago about how a lot of stuff about Trifecta Ultimo is probably going to get leaked on this podcast. I haven't fucking talked about it once and we're out of time. But you know what? Hey. I, I'm happy about this because you know what? For the first time in Wings and Rifts history, Jackson has done most of the talking for a podcast. <laughs> fucking clap it up, ladies and gentlemen. That has never fucking happened in a podcast, let alone a stream, ever. So I'm fucking thoroughly yeah. surprised and very happy about that. I also got to eat my entire sandwich in peace. It was fucking, it was great. It was wonderful. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's his real goal right that there. Was, that was a real goal. I was like, if I keep, if I keep eating, he'll keep talking. <laughs> no, if I keep him talking, I can keep eating. It works hand in hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, you came in a little late here, Erotica Pepsi. I apologize. Um, the, the, today's podcast, I basically... The title is now called World Building. We were talking about each individual stories we're writing. So, Refixix Jackson is currently writing uh, semi-futuristic, alternate futuristic type of story based cyberpunk -ish. on... Cyberpunk-ish. <laughs> low cyberpunk-ish, semi-futuristic, a fuckload of neon parallel yeah. universe time travel story, which sounds really, really yeah. cool. And where I as I've been working on a very, very, very near futuristic, um, kind of, I want to say post-apocalyptic, but it's really not. It is and it's not. I do, it's because I just pull the trigger. It is now. <laughs> but it's because when you when someone says post-apocalyptic, you immediately think like Fallout, like Fallout. Yeah, wasteland. Fucking everything <laughs> is dead and gone. And the only stuff that remains is like remnants of buildings and cockroaches the size of human mutants or ants the size of fucking cars and stuff. People think post-apocalyptic, they think that. They think Fallout, they think The Road with Viggo Mortensen. That was a great movie. I highly recommend you watch it. Or stuff like that. Whereas mine, it's not really. It's more of a town or a city that's been cut off from the world surrounding it by an AI and then everyone is just trapped within the city no inside resources are coming and not, nothing gets in and nothing gets out it's all controlled by an AI and the person running the AI but the, but nothing is really like destroyed or like because the only things 
the missiles blocked so, th three roads to lead into the city, but that's it. Everything else was left untouched, except for people who freaked out and panicked and tried to get out and like raiders and stuff like that. But that's it. So. I would say that goes under dystopia. Oh, why didn't I ever fucking think dystopia? Slap! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that makes so much more sense. Because it's, it's like, it's still quote unquote. It's dystopian future. Yeah. That's what it is. It's quote unquote Boom. functioning, but not. Because there's no, nothing gets in and nothing gets out. So. And everyone's just fucking at a whim. There's all different sides. I have so. Yep. This is. Okay, I'm going to explain my writing process for this story before we end the <laughs> podcast. So. I, I I, did, like, right off the bat, like most people do when they're trying to world build or create their own stories, I started from the very bottom, and I tried to develop everything all at once and go full hand and write everything and go, like, big or go home and make the, my main story right off the bat and run with that. And that's what I did for the longest time, and then I got ready to start making videos for it, and I tried one, and then I realized how massive a fucking undertaking that was, and I scrapped it. It is so much easier now, and I'm finding it's, it's it's easier and it's much better if I write several m small stories within this universe because each one of them develops that their their own personal story in that small section of this universe, but it also builds up just the feeling and general tone of the universe surrounding it. Like I told you about the one I was gonna make where. The two, the the one guy from the Sea Serpents meets up with that one girl who was kind of left abandoned, and I told you about how I wanted to do that film, and I was gonna set in the winter, mm -hmm. and then now I have another one, which was gonna call be called Empty uh, Radio Diaries. I've changed the title now. It's now um, a dead girl's radio instead of Empty Radio Diaries, which also takes place in Trifecta Ultima Universe. But it's a much, much smaller story within the same city, same town, taking place at a different time, but it also develops the world in it. And then I have another story about uh, Captain Bernard of the Sea Serpents, his own story of how he came to be and why he is the way he is. And like I have all these different small, short stories that I could do as short films for YouTube. And they all build up the universe surrounding it. So when I do finally decide to go gung-ho and like, all right, now let's tell Alex Frost's story and Lindsay Sparks' story. I already have all this stuff built up and made surrounding them rather than starting off right off the bat. Boom. I have this idea. I have this universe. Let's tell the story of Alex Frost and Lindsay Sparks and try and not only A, do their story, but build up the environment and the surrounding area all at once because now I have to work on their story and it's like why is this the way it is and why is Captain Bernard such a dick and why is old bear such a really creepy pervert and all this stuff like I have to try and build all of that whereas if I do them all selectively at a time in short little spurts I don't have to worry about them when I get to the big story I want to tell because they're already done it's already built up so, I don't know if that helps you at all, considering you're trying to go based off your main protagonist, but it's really helped for me to just focus on smaller things within the same universe, most of them happening at the same time, some of them happening a couple years in between, but it just builds up the feeling of the universe, the small nuances going on, and it makes it feel more real. I don't know if that helps you at all, but that's the way I go about it for my universe. 
yeah, that is a pretty good way to do it. Because smaller chunks are easier to produce, and they can still have the same amount of impact as a full-length movie. If done oh, right. guaranteed. And that's another thing. It really helps um, technically for me as well, because I, I can work on my abilities as a filmmaker, as a story writer, with all these short, small little stories, so that when I finally tell the bi <coughs> tell the big story, it is a lot more clearer and better written than a novice. I would still consider myself a novice. I'll probably still be a novice by the time I feel like I'm ready to tell the big story, but I'd have a better control of it, and I would personally feel better going about it, because I've had all these other short films made and short stories made, and... I know the universe exceptionally well. My audience knows the universe pretty well at this point with all these other small stories. And then, boom, icing on the cake goes off. <laughs> and who knows if that's the end of it as well. I don't know. It could be. Who knows? So, anyways, um, that is basically it for the podcast. We, we uh, spent a lot of time talking about world building. We have no questions from Anchor, as per usual. But that's okay. Eventually, we will get someone to ask a question on Anchor. By the way, guys, if you listen to podcasts on Anchor, please leave a voicemail message and we'll play it on the podcast and answer your question. It'll be super fun. So thank you guys so much for coming in. Hope you guys enjoyed this world building podcast. It was, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. This was very, very, very fun. I also got to hear a lot about your new universe that you're working on. And yeah, that was really super cool. I look forward to more updates development developments in that mm -hmm. as well so yeah and if you guys want to hear more about world building and trifecta Ultima or night lifers night lifers mm -hmm. that's right yeah night you lifers. did it night, <laughs> night lifers. apparently it's a working title but i don't know could be so hey, you never know never know oh i should also mention trifecta Ultima is the main title of my universe and like when the main story comes out about Alex Frost and Lindsay Sparks it will be called Trifecta Ultima but every one of these short little stories I'm writing I'd, is there a term for when you call something like if I like for example um like this the one story about Ellis the guy from Sea Serpents and the random girl that meet up my working title for that is Trifecta Ultima and the little fucking dots on top of each other broken glass mm -hmm. in the snow is there a term for when you do that? Like our like our podcast is called Wings and Riffs. Dot spin dot totally unstructured. Um, spinoffs would be. Uh, I I don't know. That's kind of whatever you'd want to do with that. Okay. Because uh, usually spin when spinoff is usually when like once the main story's already happened and then you make a spinoff of it. But I'm uh, telling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I'm hmm. telling all these smaller stories and I'm Prequels? I'm calling them all. They could, but they're they're all happening most of them at the same time as the main story would be happening at. Header? Tropical Nerd says header. I don't know. I figured there would be a term um, for it. I don't know. But basically, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? But basically, all these small stories... Oh, oh, oh! Oh, you've got uh, it. No, perhaps uh, Novella would be... I've never heard of that. It's basically a, a small book. Uh, set in a universe that may not be a different thing. I know it's not a cinematic universe, but that's just the thing that comes to mind for me. Okay. Uh, but I'm pretty sure there's a different term if it's for cinematic. But... There might be. Though I'm just using the term, like for all these short stories and short films I want to produce, I'm just using the term Trifecta Ultima and then the little dot dot and then the name of that title just to really show that this takes part in Trifecta Ultima. It's not its own separate thing. 
it it is, mm-hmm. but it's happening within Trifecta Multima. That's all I'm doing. Originally, I was just going to call, like, once I had the film made and everything and produced it, I was just going to call it Broken Glass in the Snow and just leave it at that and then, like, put the Trifecta Multima logo at the end of the credits to show, boom, this is part of Trifecta Multima. And I was going to do that for all of them, but I figured it'd be a lot easier for people to realize what takes place in Trifecta Multima if the title literally says Trifecta Multima dot dot broken glass in the snow and then Trifecta Multima dot dot a dead girl's radio Trifecta Multima dot dot uh James Bernard and it just just shows why why they're thing there so but Mm -hmm. anyways I am literally rolling on for too far of this um Tropical Nerd says that sounds badass thank you Keep, keep in tune here at the Wingless Valkyrie Twitter, Discord, and YouTube and Twitch for more developments on Trifecta Maltima, Broken Glass in the Snow, A Dead Girl's Diary. Uh, what were the other ones I said? James Bernard. Did I have another one? No. I think those are the only ones I had so far. Yeah. A Dead, Dead Girl's Gr- Radio. A Dead Girl's Radio, Broken Glass in the Snow, and James Bernard. Those are the only three small Trifecta Maltima stories I have so far. I'll what about the tunnel snakes? No. The tunnel snakes? They were called the sea serpents, not the tunnel snakes. Where the fuck did the tunnel snakes come from? <laughs> because they're the same thing, in my mind. They're just a fucking biker gang. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you not know where tunnel snakes is from? No, I have, I've where never the heard tunnel about... snakes? I've never heard about tunnel snakes in my entire mind. Mo- All in... three. Oh, I, don't, I never played that far. Yeah, there you go. You know... He knows it. Tropical <laughs> Tropical Nerd screams tunnel snakes rule. I I played I played Fallout 3 years ago on the 360. I don't think I ever made it past Bomb Blast Town, whatever the place was called. The first Megaton. town Negaton Me- or Megaton. You would have seen the tunnel snakes. Oh, probably. I don't freaking remember. Cuz they I, were in the vault. Oh. Well, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That all memories of Fallout 3 have just fucking left my brain. I don't even remember anything about Fallout 4, except for, like, you could have four different endings. I think one faction, one, there's the Brotherhood, obviously, the Railroad, (laughs) the Industry, or the Observe, no, the Industry, I can't remember, the Futuristic People, and then there's a fourth one that I fucking can't remember, so. It's literally in the (laughs) vault, you boy, Tunnel Snakes. Mate, I haven't played Fallout 3 in literally a decade. I don't know. Uh, I have to go find one of their meme videos now and oh send boy. it to you. All right, well, you link that to me after the podcast. But anyways, we must end the podcast. I, I tr- I've tried to end this podcast numerous times now, and then I think of something, and I'm like, oh, wait, hold on, I want to talk more about Trifecta Multima or fucking Tunnel Snakes. So, anywho, thank you so much for watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, however you consume this podcast, for eating the podcast, I don't know, to each his own, whatever you want to do with it. It's kind of hard to eat an audio file, but whatever you want to do. And we will see you next week. I was going to say next month for a second, but no, we will see you next week, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday, here on Twitch. If you'd like to watch the podcast live, it happens every Monday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at www.twitch.tv slash winglessvalkyrie. If you don't want to watch it live, but you still want to watch it later on on a video screen of some sorts, it is uploaded onto YouTube at the YouTube channel Wingless Valkyrie. And if you don't feel like watching, you just feel like listening, it's available on Anchor, iTunes Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and any other podcast app that's in existence or however you decide to consume podcasts. And lastly, if you'd like to leave a voice message 
for us to listen to and answer on next week's podcast. Download the app Anchor. It is free. And look up the Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured Podcast. I have to remember the Wings and Riffs Podcast is no longer called Wings and Riffs Podcast. It's called Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured. I got to get used yeah, to that. Yeah, you fucked that up. <laughs> I fucked that up numerous times today. So if you search Wings and Riffs, even if you type Wings and Riffs Podcast or Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured, we, we are the only podcast in existence titled Wings and Riffs or anything close to it. I've checked. So don't worry. If you've t- if I you make t- sure of this shit. <laughs> I make sure. So if you type in Wings and Riffs, whatever the first result you find, it is probably us. As funny as that is, considering how small this podcast is, it's good to know if you type in Wings and Riffs, we're probably A, the first, and B, the only result you find. Which is good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. So thank you guys so much for listening and watching. If you enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends. If you didn't, well, you tell us. We both have Twitter. Tweet at Jackson. He's at Refixix. He probably won't reply, but I'll know. <laughs> don't tweet at me. Okay, don't tweet at him. You can tweet at me. You can tweet at me. You can follow on our Discord. Oh, last thing. I, f- I keep forgetting about this. Anything you want to do... What am I trying to say here? Any links you want to click to follow us are out down below in the description. Depend, No matter what you're watching this on, Twitch, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, doesn't matter. Check the description of the podcast. There's links to the Discord, to our Twitters, to my webpage. I don't know why you'd want to go to my webpage, but it's there if you want it. There's no reason to go there, but it's there. And I'm rambling on now. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. If you enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends. If you didn't, you tell me. Have yourself a fantastic week, and we'll see you next week for more podcast stuff. My, my name is Jackson. Goodbye. My name is not. My name is Torsten. <laughs> I do this all the time. I mix us up and I don't know why I do this. My name is Torsten, a.k.a. Wingless Valkyrie. This is my co-host, Refixix, also known as Jackson. That's backwards. Jackson also known. Oh, have a good night, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Wings and Riffs podcast. If you want to be featured on the show, please reach out to myself or Refixix on Twitter or in our Discord server. If you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon link in the description. Thank you for listening. See you next time.